0: It doesn't fail. After mass shooting from politicians to those on Facebook, rather than offering solutions to the carnage, they offer cliches. Uh, The most ubiquitous is, of course, somebody offering their thoughts and prayers. This seems to be a particular favorite amongst politicians. Whether in a tweet or when asked by a reporter what they're going to do about the mass shootings, what legislation they might offer to help curb the killings that are becoming all too frequent. The politician, looking to dodge the question, says, this isn't the time to discuss legislation or laws. This is the time to remember the dead and the wounded. This is the time for our thoughts and our prayers. Regrettably, those who say this isn't the time never seem to find the time to address the issues. Thoughts and prayers are all they can muster. No legislation that might keep assault weapons out of the hands of those who are wreaking havoc in our nation. And now that the vaccine has been ruled out, meaning that more people are out and about, the pace of mass shootings is now surging. In a few short weeks, we've seen multiple mass shootings and even before all the victims have been identified in one mass shooting, another mass shooting takes place. With mass shootings happening so regularly, those who claim that this isn't the time to talk about it are guaranteeing that there will never be time to talk about it. They're offering their thoughts and prayers, but frankly, that's not enough. Nor is that the job of elected officials. Their job is to pass laws to keep us safe. If they want to spend their times offering thoughts and prayers, maybe they should become clergy. Of course, Another cliché I've seen now multiple times on Facebook is some version of, guns don't kill, people do. And then there's a series of comments as to what kind of people kill. Those folks who claim that guns aren't part of the problem ignore the power and destructive nature of the weapon. Sure, if there were no assault weapons, there would still be killings. But the consequences of those would be lessened because the guns that are designed to kill so many people so quickly wouldn't be in the hands of those wreaking havoc. And those Second Amendment folks, who like to claim that the point of the amendment was the right for every person to be armed, like to ignore the first clause of that amendment that speaks of a well-regulated militia. But of all the clichés that I've been hearing since the recent spat of mass shootings, is the refrain. This isn't America. Well, I hate to say it, but those who claim this isn't America are wrong. Mass shootings are now part and parcel of the American experience. The names and places are burned into our collective memory. Sandy Hook, Columbine, Parkland, Tree of Life, Las Vegas, Virginia Tech, Pulse nightclub, And the list goes on, and the numbers of those killed and wounded keep on growing. Consider this. In December of 2012, a young man walked into an elementary school, killing 20 children. Children six and seven years old. If as a nation, we weren't outraged enough to do something to stem the gun violence, for politicians to stop offering their thoughts and prayers and instead pass some legislation, then mass shootings have clearly become part of the fabric of our nation. It's sad to think that other nations, when they've had mass shootings, act quickly to remove the guns. But in the United States, we've allowed an out of control notion of the right to bear arms to overwhelm common sense. No one can claim any longer following a mass shooting that this isn't America. Rather, the refrain must be, sadly, this is what America is, and we've allowed it to become this way on our watch. I'm Rabbi Robert Barr of Congregation Beth Adam, and our Jewish community. And as always, thanks for listening.